Hello, welcome to another podcast today. And today I want to share quickly on the Word of God and our relationship with the Word of God. What it should be, what it shouldn't be, and what is expected of us. Many do not realize that the Word of God is God himself. Many don't realize this, that the Word of God is God himself. In the book of John, in the first chapter, it says, that the first, first verse, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God letting us know that the word of God is God himself. Of course, he was talking about Jesus Christ. Because if you read on in the chapter, you'll find out where he talks about Jesus coming to his own and his own receiving him not. He came to them as a word. He was proclaimed. It was spoken about throughout the scriptures in the Old Testament. And it finally came. The word became flesh and dwelt amongst men. And the word came to his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. So the word of God is not something we look down on or relate with as just spoken words, uh, sound, vibrations, whether that's meaning or not. The Word of God is God Himself. And you cannot disdain the Word of God and claim to honor God. You cannot dishonor a man's word and claim to honor the man. The man and his word are inseparable. The word of a man is a man himself that's able to transcend um, realms, dimensions, because the word a man speaks comes from his spirit. Jesus said, a man is not defiled by what he eats, because when he eats it, it goes out of his bowels through his body and into the pit. But what comes out of a man is what can defy defile a man. So it isn't what a man eats, but what a man says. Because he said, Jesus said, because in the arts are all kinds of evil, evil thoughts, evil intentions, all kinds of evils. And from there he speaks. And when he speaks such words, he becomes defiled, defiled, he becomes defiled. Okay. 
is made less than it was intended to be by his maker. It becomes defiled. And this is very, very instructive. This is very, very important to understand. Because if you look at what that means, the word of God determines a lot. The world you see today, the heavens, the earth, the contents, the trees, the animals, the fishes, the birds, the humans, everything you see today started with the word of God. We find that in Genesis chapter 1, when God said, let it be light, the first utterance recorded in scripture, let it be light, not in scripture, but in all of life. God said, let it be light. And it was light. Speak creation into being from that point onwards. Till he rested on the seventh day. He stopped working on the sixth day after the creation of man. Okay. So, the word of God is all in... It's funny how people claim to know God but don't know the word of God the strength the quality the richness of your relationship with God is informed determined by the word of God that you have which you received from God by his spirit it is the spirit of God that quickens the word and makes it come alive Otherwise, it's just written words. Until it is quickened, it can't do you much good. It can fill your head. It can give you knowledge. It can give you, you know, knowledge. I mean, you know so much. You know, you can quote it. You can, you know, you can read it. You can do all kinds of things. But it doesn't do you much good until it comes alive. And that's what the Spirit of God does. Okay, the word of God cannot be disdained and yet you claim to honor God. God and his word are the same. Their heart, their heart was designed by the word of God, for the word of God, for intimate fellowship with the word of God between the heart of a man and the word of God so God means to you do you honor the word of God do you in any way regard the word of God The word of God for you would mean what? The scriptures, the written word from Genesis to Revelation, or the spoken word as the Spirit speaks to you directly in your heart, in your spirit, or through anointed men of God, or even through your environment. 
So the word of God is meant to do a lot of things for you. You can't, you can't disdain the word of God. You can't refuse to do the word of God and claim that you are doing the will of God. How? How do you honor a man when you disregard his word? How do you honor a man when you refuse to do his word? How do you call God Father and not obey him, not do what he says? How? How do you claim to love God and still refuse to do His will? How? You can't. You can't claim that. There's no way you can claim that. So there's no way you could claim any of those things. No way. No way at all. So you have to have a heart that believes in the word of God. Because if you say, I believe in God, then that means you believe in the word of God. That is the issue. That's the problem with people. They think they can believe in God, claim to believe in God and not believe his word. That doesn't make sense. There's, there's a contradiction in that. I mean, you say, okay, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I've received him into my life. Then you refuse to do what he says. You say, I believe in God, but I don't really believe what is written. How? How? Let me tell you what that really means what it sounds like what it is if you receive christ into your life let me start with god if you say i believe in god the bible says that god has chosen to reveal himself to mankind through his son i haven't done so through prophets and all kinds of people in the past now in the last days which we are in right now. He has chosen to reveal himself, to speak to the people, to relate with the people through his son. Okay. Now, if you believe in God, then you will believe that Jesus is the son of God, that Jesus was sent by God. You would, except you don't believe in the God who created heaven and earth because he is the one that sent Jesus. Now, this God sent Jesus. Now, there are many gods out there, man-made gods, fallen angels, demons claiming to be gods, idols, what have you. They all claim to be God and it's easy to bust their bubbles demystify them, expose them as the frauds they are. It's easy. Because you see, the Bible, the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation was given to man to be able to know the real God. And it's easy to prove that he is God. Now, 
if you claim you believe in God, but you don't believe in Jesus, you are just saying, I don't believe in the God of the Bible, the one who claim, who says he is God and he sent Jesus, he claimed he did this, he did that. There are religions out there who claim that their God is the God. And like I said, it is easy to prove who is God, whether the God of the Bible or other gods. It is easy because you need to see the claim what each God of each religion claims and whether or not their claims are true. The God of the Bible doesn't mind being questioned. He doesn't mind. You can question him and you can prove him to be true or false. It's easy. He said words, he spoke words, he told us certain things in his word, in his Bible, the scriptures. And we can prove those things to be true or not. Easy. Easy. Very easy. He said, look, I am God. These are these are these are the things that proves that I am God. And if you see this, then you know it is true. Easy. Other religions say a lot of stuff. They keep putting it in the future. This God, the one of the Bible says, prove me now. Prove me now. Prove me now. You don't need to wait in the future. Prove me now. I can prove myself to you now. That's the difference. The religions have all kinds of claims, but no one claims to do what the God of the Bible does. So, to prove him is easy. I believe you can prove the existence of God. I'm talking about the God of the Bible, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I believe you can prove him in five minutes or less. You should. I've, I've claimed, I've done this. But remember this, when I say five minutes or less, I mean five minutes or less. The thing is this, he will prove himself to the willing heart, the heart that truly wants to know. I know sometimes he reveals himself even to the unbeliever that doesn't believe in him as a witness because he's kind. Even when you're unwilling to know him, he still reveals himself. That doesn't necessarily always happen in that way. Because in truth, according to Romans chapter 1, God has revealed himself in things that can be seen. Even though you can't see him, but he has proven himself through things that can be seen. So times there are times when he proves himself additionally in a special way to an unbeliever. So, but I'm speaking about somebody that genuinely wants to know the truth. That want to say, Lord, there's so many claims out there. I really want to know whether you are the one that the Bible talks about. Are you truly the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ? Is Jesus really from you? Do you exist? If you have a sincere heart, it doesn't take up to five minutes, really. It's five minutes or less. Actually, less. It doesn't take time. All we need to do is look into the scriptures and look at the claims and say, okay, if this is true, let's prove it. It's provable. There's nothing more scientific than the scriptures. Yeah? 
provable, observable, redoable, transferable, all the time. So, it is possible to prove God. Because you have to you have to know for sure. You can't be in doubt because you have to eliminate all doubts. Why? Because once you eliminate all doubt, your faith is in full force. You can believe what he says because you have now proven beyond any reasonable doubt the claims of his existence, the claims of his sovereignty, the claims of his godhood, his fatherhood, the claims of his his credentials as creator, his credentials as the everlasting father, his credentials as the miracle worker, the healer, and all these other things can be proven by a sincere heart. The Bible is such that you can buy a Bible if you don't have one, read through, and say, okay, if this is true, then how do I prove it? And in many cases, you will find places where it gives you instructions on what to do. And if you follow those those instructions with a sincere heart, what you find is that the what you read would come to pass as it was said, as it was written. Simple. And the way to know God is through his word. That's why he gave us the Bible. You can't believe some of it and not believe all of it. Everything comes together to form a whole picture. There's a big picture out there in scriptures. You bring the pieces together to form a whole picture. But it's not until you have a whole picture before you can believe. You can prove parts of it. And you can be sure that everything is congruent. Everything is consistent. Throughout the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation, everything comes together to form a full picture. Okay. So how do you prove? It's simple. Like I said, a sincere heart that wants to know can simply ask. Lord, if this is you, show yourself to me. Now let me say this. If you pray that prayer sincerely, he will show himself to you. If you have doubts, he will prove himself to you. He will melt your doubts. He will prove himself to a sincere heart. He will. And when he's done, you will believe. Now, when you eventually believe, you must keep believing. God doesn't mind you asking sincere questions when you don't understand things. He doesn't mind. He will prove it to you again and again and again because you see, He is more after your well-being, your safety, your salvation, more than you could ever be. He alone knows the horrors of not being with Him. And He knows that the, the time on earth is fleeting. It may look so long to us thousands of years I mean 
he's long to a human but for God it's already passed what you are expecting to happen in a thousand years has already passed God is already in the future praise the Lord so the word of God is such that we have to have a hundred percent trust and believe in it Praise the Lord. So let us know to believe the word of God. Those of us who call ourselves Christians, that means we have received salvation and we believe we are Christians. We need to understand that if there are any doubts in our hearts concerning anything that God says about his person, his identity, his character, his will, his intentions, and whatever else. We need to settle those things once and for all. And the quickest way to settle this is to talk to him directly. Say, Lord, I really don't understand this particular thing you said. I have doubts, and I know you are not a liar. So, Lord, help me dispel any doubt I have. I trust you to help me with this. I ask you in the name of Yeshua, the name of Jesus. Jesus is Yeshua. You ask him that. You, you pray to him and expect him to answer you. It's simple. So, in this series, I'm going to be talking about the word of God, the character of God, the identity of God, the claims of scripture, and how to prove every one of these things I'm going to prove it in your own life I'm going to help you we're going to pray to him together so I believe you should look forward to this series I'm going to be talking about this I'm going to be adding to this series over time okay so we're going to prove the word of God we're going to prove Jesus Yeshua is the son of God and it's simple it's not going to be proven in it in a uh, true theology, no, he's alive, yes, he listens, he loves. We're gonna prove his love, we're gonna prove his, his, his claims as true or false. And I encourage those of you who are Christians to have this mindset that I have I, I developed this a long time ago. Which is this, whatever I believe in the word of God, whatever God told me, whatever I believe God said, should always be subjected to a test. Why? Because I'm not afraid to prove what I believe about God, even the identity of Christ. Why? If it is true, after my test, it will remain true. If it is not true, what am I doing with it? Let it go. The reason why many Christians have some experiences that are not consistent with scriptures, with the will of God, is because they have all these doubts. They have not yet dispelled. They have not yet uh, settled in their hearts. 
so they have a yes and no about a particular topic so they are against and they are for so there's dissonance there's dissonance in their faith in what they believe and they have not yet treated these things and it's not difficult to do so we're going to be taking a lot of these words claims and proving them i'm looking forward to it because i believe i'm going to discover so many new things just talking to you today in my spirit i've been receiving revelation revelation upon revelation and i'm sure if you follow me in this series you would also get revelations so please uh go to our website marvelassembly.org www.marvelassembly.org o-r-g and uh leave us uh a message read our articles listen to our podcasts uh send us a message send us an email send us an email and send us your questions send me a voice message on this podcast there's a feature for sending a voice message i'll read those messages and i will respond if you have a question uh ask me if there's something that you're not sure of you don't understand and maybe you've been trying to and no one seems to have been able to answer you send us those questions those topics we'll take them by the spirit of god we have been given uh, a special grace for revelation and we thank god for that and we are going to be sharing on all these things as many as we can within the time we have thank you very much i want to end this broadcast this for today and i want to encourage you to check from time to time for new episodes we are just starting this podcast uh, recently and we are going to be adding to them over time and we believe you are blessed by this one and the other ones that are already out there that we we are published so we look forward to hearing from you we look forward to having you as an audience and we hope you share this podcast with others share the link right now i believe we are on our six platforms yeah it should be 10 platforms but we are gradually building i know we are on breaker already we are on pocket casts google podcasts we are on apple podcast we are on uh, anchor we are on many right now and we look forward to hearing from you god bless you let me pray for you father thank you for this ones who have heard this podcast to the end to this point i pray lord god that the questions of their hearts which you desire to answer which is your will for them i pray lord god that this podcast will open their eyes and cause them to desire more from you it will help develop in them a desire for you a desire for your word a curiosity they will be satisfied again and again and again as they have questions they get answers they have more questions they get answers and they are built and established in your word and 
it causes blessings in their lives, healings and other blessings to come to them in their finances, in their homes, marriages, relationships, health, all things, their finances as well. So I bless them and I pray that they will be well, that they will prosper and be in health even as their soul prospers. In Yeshua's name, Amen.